And good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the edition of the Walker AC Experience. I am your host, Walker AC, otherwise known as Adrian. To all my friends, family, strangers, everyone in between. And of course, we'd like to thank you for tuning in once again for another action-packed-filled show. No, I'm kidding. It's just me talking, hopefully not too boring. we like to thank, of course, Podbean.com for hosting this episode you can always find us under walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. And of course, it is the holidays, folks. Closer and closer and closer to Christmas, New Year's. The Cafe Press Walker AC clothing line experienced by Adrian is blazing. I recommend going on the site, taking a look. Go to cafepress.com. Uh, for special deals, do a search under Henry the Fox. Click on the shirts, click on the hoodies, the pajamas, everything in between. We have deals going on, going into January as well. So keep a lookout for that. If you want to see the full uh, list of items that we have, whether it be stationery, whether it be signs, blankets, bedding, everything in between, for a full list, just go to cafepress.com forward slash walker. Excuse me. Let me try that again. Haha, ha, editing. Look under cafepress.com forward slash W-A-C-E. That's cafepress.com forward slash W-A-C-E. And of course, that's in a link below. You can always find us on multiple forums, free platforms in the links below. So now we get that out of the way want to make sure we wish everyone a great holiday hope you guys had a great christmas going into the new year is tremendous and of course you always as the new year comes in you want to reflect on previous years like we always do now granted i won't bore you with the my new year's resolution stuff like that because we always do that folks i mean we're not going to kid ourselves we always have those new resolutions of losing weight or finding the love of their lives or getting a new job or the new car, anything like that. But me, I tend to do it differently. Now, of course, I won't lie. I've jumped on that bandwagon of saying this year I'm going to lose weight or find my abs or shrink my tuchus or just something bizarre like that, that it really shouldn't take you a whole different year to do that, you know, but it's just the way life is. I take this time to slow down and to reflect. I reflect upon what the year uh, 2021 has meant to me. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. Now, granted, I won't rehash everything that I've been through in the year 2021 because you guys heard it already. So why should I go back and repeat the same thing over and over and over again? Granted, I am very notorious at that. I digress. 
One thing I will reflect upon is the previous jobs that I've had. Now, don't get me wrong. I may mention to my call center job that I've been through. I may mention to my gas station job that I've been through and, and a couple of things in between. I worked in a hotel. I worked in a hardware store. But the most thing I reflect upon is my job at a gas station, a very popular gas station, which I won't wreck a, which I won't say the name, of course, you know, due to copyright laws and all that fun stuff. I'm not very clear on and I don't want to test those waters. But I did a show, Slacking Majestically show, a couple of years back. And you can go back and find those. I'm not going to try to search it for you. Come on, people. Bear with me. Come on. Take that ride with me. And I did a very open, very candid show about my departure. And I really didn't get into it in great detail because the wound was still fresh. And I was itching to get it out of my system. And I wanted those clicks and I wanted those likes. I wanted everybody to listen to what I've been through because I was so just heartbroken over it. Not like a relationship heartbroken, but just heartbroken in the fact of that I put five years of myself into this job. And by hook or by crook, I made it very far. But I pointed a finger at you know certain things about the job that I felt it was their fault. You know, nepotism or anything of the sort. I just never looked in the mirror, like I mentioned before, and looked at the fault of my own. Of course, it makes a great show. It makes a great podcast. It makes a great just anything, you know, to say, well, this happened to me. It was this person's fault. And it was favoritism and it was racism and it was everything in between. But no. When you take a step back, and hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, I can go back and I can look at it and say, there's certain things I could have done differently, certain methods I could have done differently. I could have been, you know, I could have been, I could have had a more open mind to that particular job itself. Now, of course, I won't leave you guys on a cliffhanger or anything, but I do want to tell my story about how I left that job years later. So, buckle up, kitties. Have a seat by the fireplace because your old Uncle Adrian is going to tell you a tall tale of my journey working at that particular gas station. It was interesting because I came into that job not knowing anything, because I thought I was just going to stand behind the counter like the movie Clerks, you know, scream at clouds, make fun of customers who can't pump their own gas, or, you know, get on customers about not knowing how to take a hot dog off a grill without dropping the food and getting mad at me for it. I'll spare you all the gory details. But the gist of it is that when I go into any job, I want to be the best. Now, I mean, that's not me bragging or being egotistical, but just... I feel that any job you go into, you want to be the best. You want to put your best foot forward. You want to show everybody what you can do. You want to prove to everyone, you hired me, I'm the best, and I'm going to show you why. So the first year I was there, I busted my butt to the nth degree because I wanted everyone to see the potential that I had. Now, the word potential is going to be repeated through this entire little anecdote here. Because all my peers have said you had a potential. I worked fast. 
I worked hard. I learned things quickly because I didn't want to be just a customer service associate for my whole tenure there. I had aspirations about being a store manager and and all the little spoils that comes along with it. So I worked multiple hours. I worked multiple stores. I did everything in between to a point where they promoted me to an overnight manager. And they would call that a mid-shifts. I would work five days a week overnights from 9.30 p.m. to 7 a.m. I even had a great routine down. I would lay down for a couple of hours, take a little nap, get up, take a shower, grab a little bite to eat, and be fully energized, work the whole night, push myself to as hard as I can go. I bounced between two stores, one store in Merritt Island, look it up folks, a little bitty thing, next to Cape Canaveral, don't know what Cape Canaveral is, Cocoa Beach. Don't know what Cocoa Beach is, okay, we'll just tie it to Orlando, the mouse. Anyhow, <clears throat> and I bounced between two stores, working overnights, working for a tyrant of a boss, but hindsight being 2020, it was her job to push to get the best out of you. It was your basic military type, break you down to build you back up into the image that that company wanted you to be. Now, me being in my late 20s, you know, still thinking that, you know, the whole tyrant aspect of that particular manager wasn't really the best. And of course, I fought against the grain and still wanted to be that manager position because, you know, once a company dangled that carrot in front of you, you're going to try everything in your power to achieve that, whether it be working extra hours, working longer hours, picking up shifts, people will call out, I'll be the first person they call. I would work all night, I would go home, somebody would call out, they would call me, I would pop up and I would jump and do everything I could, whether being sick or no, I did everything I could. During my tenure there for the five years, I was a mid-shift manager working from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m., overnight manager, 9.30 at night to 7 in the morning to first shift, 5.30 in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon, everything in between, and when multiple, you know, people would just call out or just quit, you know, they would call me. I would go into work, once again, with the understanding of the carrot dangling in front of my face I would get. And into my third and fourth year, I was noticing that I would get passed up for a promotion over and over and over again. And I would constantly question that. You know, I would ask that question, why? And either they would give you the diplomatic answer of, well, we brought someone in from the outside with a different perspective of the job. We're going to give them a chance. But you can work with them. And once they get where they're at, another opportunity opens up. You can have that opportunity. Great, gung-ho. I'm your guy. I would train them. I worked next to them, they would transfer to another location, the spot would open up, I would get passed over again. Okay, well, why this time? Well, your work wasn't consistent. Or, you know, you did call out a few times while I was sick. Well, you need to be consistent, maybe next time. Another opportunity would pop up, they would bring in someone again, I would ask the question, why? Oh, well, this person who joined the company, they had just this great work ethic, they're, they were knowledgeable, everything, but you have potential there. You keep on going. You have the potential to be something great. Just keep going. There's that word again, potential. Would work hard, 
work hard, fill in shifts, work overtime, you know, proverbially kill myself about with this particular job, and I will get passed over again and again and again and again. But finally, fate shined upon our hero, and I went to another location over in uh, the Melbourne Palm Bay area, and I worked underneath another manager, you know, who said, keep an open mind, and we'll get you where you need to be. But unfortunately, I wasn't too keen on their training capabilities because there wasn't really any. He was kind of thrown into the fire to a new position and see how, you know, see if you float or see if you sank. And this is a point of the conversation where I can turn the camera on me and I can say, this was my fault. Absolutely 100% my fault because I should have went into it with an open mind and embraced everything that they brought to my attention. All these new things coming at me. I should have been, you know, kept an open mind and worked hard, worked harder. Forget about everything I've been through in the past, put that aside and focus on a task at hand. But at this point in time, the frustration was built and everything came to a head where I did the unthinkable. I walked out. I walked out of that job knowing it was not really the smartest thing to do. But at that point in time, and I don't know if you can relate or not, but when you're frustrated up until a point where you really don't care about winning or losing, you just want to do what's right for you, I walked out. At that particular time, it was the right thing to do. My district called me no more than a couple hours later, you know, asking me what I wanted to do. I was surprised because they actually made the effort to contact me because they valued me up until a point to where they wanted to keep me on board. I was extremely flattered by that. Granted, I blew my chances for now to become a store manager, but I was an assistant. So, you know, they said, focus on being an assistant. We'll build you back up and go from there. Of course, I was gung-ho. I got transferred back to my original store. First day I walked in, I got blistered by that manager on duty. That particular manager took it personal and they blistered me for about a good 20 minutes about what I did, how I did it, why I shouldn't have done it. Instead of, you know, not welcoming me with open arms, but just saying, let's get you going, get you a fresh start. But they took it personally and they let me have it both barrels. Hmm. Now, did I deserve that? Of course I did. But not from that particular store manager, of course, because I wasn't in their right to take it upon themselves to make it personal. That was a strike one. Strike two, I was the opening manager, of course, 5.30 in the morning till 3 p.m. They took advantage of that, and they held what I did hanging over my head and constantly brought it up. Strike two. Now, a couple of days in, we're having a big visit from the big wigs, and you know what happens when you hear about a visit from the big wigs. Everybody puts on their worker B cap and they work extremely hard doing all these different tasks that really don't need to be done. They're just doing it to impress the higher ups who will come in for a little while, shake hands, kiss baby, say kind words, and just do their you know, do their own normal thing. And extra work was in the background. And once again, it was brought to my attention what I did and how I deserved this, this little bitty punishment they were making me do. And that was strike three made a phone call to a close friend, and I said, I'm walking out, do you have my back? That person said, yes, I hopped in my car, I'm going on break. I left and never came back. And I sat home, 
And I wasn't really upset. I was more or less heartbroken, like I mentioned earlier. Heartbroken over the five years that I spent in that particular gas station slash store. And being heartbroken over the fact that for five years, I kept hearing the word potential. Potential. You have the potential to do this particular job. And as I sat down convalescing, I just wondered, was my time there wasted? Did I waste my potential at that particular job? Did I let myself down because I fell into the trap of being lost in my own head, questioning who I am, my capabilities? Were they right when they said I wasn't ready for that position after five years or that someone else can do it better than me? That danced in my head for the longest time. And even though I have left that company for years now, and with a new company feeling refreshed, invigorated, and passionate again, I still reflect back on that. And I wonder, if I applied myself more, if I really didn't believe in the nepotism, if I really didn't believe in the favoritism and the racism and everything in between, all the excuses that I tried to make for myself because I didn't get that spot, Rather, I looked in the mirror and said, it's me. Maybe I should do this differently, or maybe I should listen differently, or keep an open mind, or do something, do something better. Maybe I would be a store manager at that particular point, now years later, running a store, or, or, or making different kinds of money, or different opportunities. I haven't reflected back on this job in a very, very long time. But seeing as how it's towards the end of the year, you reflect on different things. I reflect on multiple things I've talked about in my past shows, whether it be heartbreak or relationships or family or anything of the sort. But I never really reflected upon that gas station job. Now, of course, some of you can relate because you do reflect on jobs. You do reflect on your coworkers or how you carried yourself because there has to be a, there has to be an accountability for yourself, how you handled a job, how you came into it, and what you did, and how you left. Now, granted, I have tremendous stories in between those five years I was there. I had some great times, did some questionable things. I can't say on this show because I have family that listens. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But in the grand scheme of things, it's all about reflecting. And it's all about how you perceived what you've done with your past jobs or your past relationships or your past friendships or anything in between. This year in itself has been very interesting. And I say that because I've been very fortunate enough to have survived COVID. Never had it, been blessed enough to never have gone through it. I have seen the people I care about go through COVID and seeing the effects that it has on their body, their mind, their spirit. I've lost people in my life who passed away. And I have woken up every single day, like I've said in multiple shows, just taking 15 to 30 seconds just to sit up and breathe and think about things and be grateful for the little things that most people take, most people take for granted. The five fingers and toes, the breathing, the getting up and walking around, to moving around, to going to a job that I love to doing these difficult, time-consuming tasks that I love to do every single day. I never wake up and exhale and go, I have to go to work again. 
I'm excited to go to work. I'm excited to work those nine, 10 hour days to deal with customers yelling and being upset over the most meaningless things. I enjoy all of that. And I enjoy coming home to Castle Walker that I worked so hard for that I finally got to enjoy the benefits of living in Castle Walker and having, of course, the obligatory money in my pocket, clothes on my back, food in my belly, and a vehicle to get around for. I'm very grateful for that, more so than ever. I smile more. I'm more positive. I'm more optimistic about everything. This year, in the grand scheme of things, has given me challenges. I've overcome those challenges. I'm grateful that all the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things have happened to me this year. I'm actually grateful for that. Because without that, I wouldn't have done all of this. And next year, I'm not making a New Year's resolution next year because I don't need to. I'm going to continue doing what I do the best of my ability. And yes, I'm still going to reflect the theme of today's show. I'm still going to reflect on past accomplishments and past failures and past things that I could have done differently. Of course, I'm far from a perfect human being. I'm a, no, not even a decent human being. I'm a good human being. That's what I like to do. I like to just to be good. And looking back at that gas station job, it was a tremendous job. I made plenty of money, made plenty of friends. And when I left that job, a lot of people reached out to me. A lot of strangers, a lot of customers who I've helped out that barely remember my name, or at least I thought, they knew who I was. They reached out to me, and it was really, it was really humbling, very heartfelt. It made me feel really good that all those customers missed the guy behind the counter. It was interesting, to say the least. So, on New Year's Eve, I'm going to sit in Castle Walker on my couch. Not going to go out amongst the plebeians, amongst the German-fested people, amongst the other people slobbering on one another, bringing in a new year. Walker A. sees and sit on his couch, his throne, and it's going to reflect. It's going to reflect the past 12 months and how everything has been. And I'm going to mentally put it in a box, put it on a shelf, hit that restart button, and bring in a new year, bring the same old Walker AC, just with a much more open mind, much more open spirit, a continuous, positive, optimistic, more of enlightenment, I guess. Just being a good person, producing good content, trying to entertain, trying to be relatable to those people out there and try to have a good time. 2021 has been entertaining. It's been happy. It's been sad. It's been depressing. It's been heartbreaking. It's been soul crushing. It's been positive. It's been amazing. It's been wonderful. And now 2022, which seemingly just came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you blink of an eye, the year is almost done. And now I think the Walker AC experience is going to continue to do what I've always said that we're going to do. We're going to keep on going, going to entertain each and every single one of you, whether one downloads this show or 50 downloads this show. We have had return <laughs> returns of Ashley Majestic. 
We've had new people, Miss Tina Piper, new shows, service, Miss Bradley. We've had other shows of the Saturday Matinee experience. We've been here every Tuesday. We're going to continue to be here every Tuesday. Sprinkled in shows here and there, secret shows, everything in between, more platforms, all the fun things in general. I sound like a broken record because I have been grateful ever since day one of doing this show. Has it been consistent? Nope, absolutely not. I'm not afraid to admit that. Has it been consistent lately? Absolutely. And I think every single one who has downloaded this show, listened to the show, commented on this show, loved it, hated it, made fun of it, everything in between. I constantly thank everybody for that because without the good vibes, the negatives, the indifference, everything, without all that fun stuff jumbled in, this show would have been nothing. And it gives me time to take pause and time to reflect on how far the Walker AC experience has become, how far the person, Adrian, has come, how far he's gone from working in a video store to working in a movie theater to working in a gas station, a hotel, storage, everything in between. It has been a tremendous ride, and I don't think I'm ready to get off the ride yet and collect my prize. I think I have a whole lot more to offer, a whole lot more to give. As long as this voice is still going, I think, I'm, I, think I can provide more content in this humongous world of podcasting. I'm a little fish in a big pond, and I think I'm happy like that. I think I'm comfortable being this little bitty podcast in this humongous world full of the Joe Rogans and full of the wrestling podcasts and full of all these other celebrities that have podcasts. And then there's the little bitty Walker AC in a corner just doing his thing, being entertaining and reaching out to so many people all over the world that subscribe to this little bitty show. So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to reflect. While I'm reflecting, leave me a comment. Subscribe. All the free apps we have here listed below. Subscribe to all the shows. Reach out to all the shows. If you want to be on the show, you know where to find us. We wish you guys a great holiday. Happy New Year. And 2022 of the Walker AC Experience. We can't do it without you. Until then, take care.